0: If you want to know what is really happening in the world today, you need to read the Parsha Hashavua, the weekly Torah reading. Join Rabbi Mendel Lipska for the next hour as he delves and enumerates the themes running through the weekly Torah Parsha, only on 101.9 High FM. And a wonderful Erev Shabbos to all of you. Great to be back. Wonderful to be here. To spend a few minutes, well, a bit of time to talk about the Parsha, to hear what's new in the Torah, to hear some ideas and thoughts that may have relevant applications to our daily lives. And this is what Torah is all about. The ability to see within Torah how to live. Because as Jews, as an eternal people, as the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, as individuals who are charged by God with a tremendous purpose and mission in this world, it is the Torah that is our guide. It's to that that we look to, to hear what in fact is being said to us on a daily basis so that we know how to behave. Not only in a general sense, Jews must behave in a way which connects us to God through the study of Torah, through the observance of mitzvot, but more so in an individual sort of way, to hear something personal, to understand ourselves. We know ourselves to a lesser or greater degree, hopefully to a greater degree. And in order for us to know what our individual mission is, we have to listen carefully to the words of Torah, particularly the Parsha of the week, because contained therein is a message for each and every single one of us individually. While we have many, many things that, are common to all of us and bind us together the overwhelming presence of Torah we are also individuals and each one of us has a particular makeup a particular personality a character which is absolutely unique It is defined by that individual. So while we do have so many common things together, it's important to recognize the specific. It's important to recognize the individual because, after all, that's who we are. And in order for us not only as a member of a larger community, but as an individual to fulfill our purpose in this world, we have to know ourselves, we have to know who and what we are, and we have to recognize within Torah the particular message that is being sent to us. And it's this Parsha of Lech Lecha that talks to us just about that, the ability to recognize what is unique, what is specific, what is very special to each and every one of us individually. It's also the, uh, well, the week before uh, the Shabbos project. And again, a huge Yashukah to our wonderful chief rabbi, who has put this incredible event into motion around the world, will be joining thousands, if not tens of thousands of people around the world, celebrating the Shabbos project, observing Shabbos, recognizing Shabbos, rejoicing in Shabbos, and together with friends and family dedicate this coming Shabbos a week. From today, from tomorrow, as the Shabbos project, I speak from personal experience. I know in my own shul the excitement of people preparing and, well, getting ready for this great event. I know from around the world, you know, as you probably know, I have children all over the world. And as, well, ex-South Africans, they have a tremendous connection to South Africa. And one of the ways in which this is expressed is the huge events that they plan in their places, whether it's in Boston or in Stanford or in Mauritius or in Beijing, the huge effort they put into celebrating the Shabbos project properly with as many people of their community as possible. I attended one number of years ago and i was overwhelmed with what i saw the amount of south africans and the amount of americans who come and celebrate you really we owe the chief rabbi a huge huge Well, expression of thanksgiving, because he did something which enables all of us to unite on a special Shabbos, and the feeling of unification coming together geographically in so many different ways, people of different backgrounds, it's wonderful. You know, well... Last uh, uh, last week, this week was a time of great celebration here in South Africa with the incredible World Cup uh, rugby win. And what was the end result of that? A tremendous expression of unity. People coming together, different backgrounds, different colors, different ideas, different views, celebrating together and recognizing that it's this wonderful sense of total community that enables us to go forward. It created a tremendous sense of joy and purpose. And I take that image and I apply it to the Shabbos Project because the Shabbos Project has done just that. Bringing together huge amounts of people throughout the world. And as I said before, not only South Africans who have, well, as uh, South Africans do, a tremendous personal link to this country regardless of where they live, uh, but people from America, people from all over the world, Israel, Canada, South America, Countries throughout the world bringing this incredible event into a practical reality by coming together. So once more, Yeshek Koch to the Chief Rabbi, I hope each and every one of you making great plans to participate in this wonderful event of the Shabbos Project a Shabbos that we all observe together with joy and purpose, a Shabbos that brings about a tremendous sense of unity among all of us, a tremendous sense of joy among all of us. It's a Shabbos that we look forward to, it's a Shabbos that we plan for, and I hope each and every one of you is doing just that, planning personally, making sure that this coming Shabbos is going to be a wonderful expression of one of the great dates of the calendar year, not only here, but throughout the world, the Shabbos Project. More of that soon. This is the Parsha HaShavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. We're talking about Jewish unity. We're talking about how coming together... It's a tremendous sense of joy and purpose. And it's within this week's Parsha that we have insight in what coming together truly means. Because as mentioned before, in order to truly come together, you need two elements. Number one, to recognize what is common among all of us and to allow that to bind us, to bring us together, to understand that we all do this thing together. And the other thing, of course, is to recognize yourself because you come as individual and you have to bring your particular personality to whatever type of group combination you're trying to create, it's a combination of common elements and highly personal elements. And how does the parsha begin this week? The parsha begins, God speaking to Avram. He's not yet Avraham; he's still Avram. And God says to him, "Lech lecha, leave, go to yourself." Leave your homeland, leave your birthplace, leave your father's home. Go to a great new adventure. And what will happen in that adventure? Lecha, you will find yourself. Now we're talking to Abraham. Abraham was a man of incredible greatness. At this stage, he is 75 years old. He's not a youngster. He's achieved tremendous things in this world, huge successes. Thousands upon thousands of people are his followers because they recognize the truth in his great message of ethical monotheism to behave correctly, believing in one God, unlike the idolaters of the time, unlike the vulgarity of the time, and thousands upon thousands of people join his flock. They connect with him because they recognize the truth that he says. And what does God say to him? This is where your journey truly begins. You're 75 years old. You've done great things in this world. You've achieved wonderful things, great successes, turned the lives of thousands of people around. But your journey begins now, and your journey begins by understanding that you have to leave all sorts of previous influences behind you. You go forward, and lech lecha, and you will find yourself. Now, Abraham, as I said before, 75 years old, a man of tremendous spiritual elevation and enlightenment, A righteous, righteous tzaddik in the fullest sense of the word who has literally changed the world's view of what purpose in life is all about, what faith in a true one God is all about, living a life ethically and correctly. And yet God tells him at this stage in his life that your journey begins now and you have to leave. All of the things that influenced you previously behind and the answer is yes because at every single stage of life, no matter what we've achieved, we begin a new journey. We recognize great horizons. We know that we are still able to do tremendous things. But in order to do tremendous things, two things are required. Number one, a tremendous journey into oneself to recognize the essential dimensions of your intellect, of your emotion, of your physical capabilities, of your soul, of your Nishama. And at the same time to recognize that even at a stage of great spiritual success, you often have to leave behind certain previous influences and grow higher. Because as long as we are connected to the limitations of the past, no matter how great they may be, they will hold us back. We have to learn to recognize, to fly at every single stage of life. God comes to Abraham and tells him, yes, you've done great things, but you know what you still have to do? You may have thousands of followers, but I'm giving you the mission, the responsibility. You, your children, and your grandchildren, forevermore, you will have the responsibility of bringing truth and light and purpose into the entire world. You will change the entire world. Now, the stories before this, the story of Noah, the story of Adam, great people. Adam, the first man, the first human created by God himself, with God's hands, so to speak. Noah, a man who he and his family are the only survivors of a flood that was destroying the entire world. And as the Torah itself says that he was a righteous man, an honest man, a man of great faith. As great as Adam and Noah were, and they were truly great, They did not have the responsibility of changing the world. God tells Adam, as he puts him into the Ganadin, the garden of Eden paradise, he says to him, you just take care of this garden. This is your job. I'm putting you into a perfect state of reality. All you have to do is take care of it. And one of the things that you must not do, you must not eat from the tree of the fruit of knowledge of right and wrong, of good and evil. What happens with Adam, despite his greatness, he fails in his purpose. He fails in his mission. Because all he had to do was to do nothing wrong. And for some reason, perhaps at another time we'll talk about it, for some reason he fails in this great responsibility. He himself is thrown out of Gan Eden, the Garden of Eden, into a world of darkness and confusion and tremendous isolation. His own children fight with each other. The world that follows is a world of violence, a world of idolatry, a world of tremendous, tremendous vulgarity. Noah as well. Noah lives his life. He and his family are righteous. And he builds an ark because God told him to build an ark. He doesn't go around trying to change the lives of other people. He is quite content to live his perfect life within the very limited and specific and protected environment in which he is in. He lives behind monastic walls, being righteous, while the world rages. And God says, this world cannot continue. I am going to destroy this world. This world simply cannot continue. It's not in the sense of doing something that might change People's thoughts, people's ideas. This world that I brought into being, says God, has to be destroyed. The only one, because after all he was righteous, is Noah. But Noah's world is far from a perfect world. Noah's world is a world, as mentioned before, of violence, idolatry, and vulgarity. Noah is rescued. Noah is safe. But after he comes back into this world, the world still does not achieve the level of perfection that God wanted. And this is why when we come to the third parsha, of Lech Lecha, the story of Abraham, a man who himself recognized God at a very young age, Nimrod, (laughs) the king of the time, threw him into a furnace of fire to destroy him because Nimrod understood that this young Abraham is going to change the world. He feels threatened by him. Nimrod represents everything that's wrong in this world. Human, basic, physical power, vulgarity, violence, idolatry. This is the world of Nimrod. And Nimrod is determined... To make sure that this world continues, because it's within that world that Nimrod is able to exercise authority and power. And despite being threatened, Avram continues with his tremendous, tremendous mission of bringing a message to the entire world of ethical monotheism, of correctness, of goodness, of kindness. He is a man of incredible kindness, the story of Noah. We'll read about it next week at great length. The tent of Abraham, open from all sides. Everyone is welcome people who walk through the desert, need shade, need shelter, need hospitality, something to eat, something to drink. Avraham provides. Well, in the metaphorical sense, this is what Avraham does. He brings goodness to the world. He doesn't only preach ethical monotheism, but he himself becomes an example of an individual who truly cares about everybody. An individual who truly cares about the welfare of people walking through the dry and hot deserts who will take care of them. This is the way he looks at fellow human beings. He reaches out to everybody, bringing them closer, and yes, at the same time conveying a message of tremendous purpose and hope. He tells people, you too can live a life of goodness and kindness. You too, by accepting the one God and living an ethical life based upon that faith, you too can bring about change in the world. And this is why this parsha of Lech Lecha is so very exciting, because not only does it convey a tremendous message, Of unity and coming together, it also conveys a tremendous message of individual purpose. Avraham not only reaches out to everybody in some sort of great collective sense, he talks to each and every single individual, because this is the mission that God gives him. Lech, lecha. Go out. Change the world. Lecha go in, this incredible combination, the harmony of the inner and the outer, the internal, the external, coming together, this is the model of Abraham, and this is why, at the age of 75, when most people feel life is now something to, well, take it easy a bit, God charges him with this incredible mission, go out and change the world, and you know the world will listen. And as we continue in this part, something very strange comes across, because Hashem says, I will bless you, I will make you great. You, your children, your grandchildren, until the end of time, the coming of Mashiach, you will be a great and powerful nation. And the very first thing that happens to Abraham and Sarah, as they leave their homeland and come into the land of Egypt, Mitzrayim, Sarah is kidnapped by Pharaoh, Pharaoh the king, and all sorts of difficulties. And you say to yourself, is this the reward that God gives Avraham, who at the age of 75 is prepared to change his entire life and go into a new unrecognizable adventure of changing the world? Is this what it's all about? You do the right thing, you do the brave thing, you do the courageous thing, and what happens challenges along the way? And the answer is yes, because it's the challenge that makes you grow. It's not walking along the, well, the golden or the yellow brick road that people talk to us about. That's a fantasy. It's the challenges of life where we can grow, and it's precisely that. He walks into a powerful, strange land where he is personally afraid for his own life and the life of his wife, Sarah. And he is subjected to terrible treatment for a while, and it's there that he grows. It's there that he develops. This is the part of growing up at the age of 75, growing up is what it's all about. Growing up not only in the simple chronological sense that every year we get a year older, but growing up to really recognize the strength, the power that we have, how we have been blessed with tremendous energy of doing great things, more of that. This is the Parsha HaShavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. We're talking about the great achievement of Avraham of Avinu. We're talking about how he changes the world. We're talking about how at the age of 75 he changes himself. He goes forward on a new adventure, a new journey of growth, of development, and a journey that begins with Abraham and continues throughout the ages, each and every one of us. Being a direct descendant of Abraham, we have received as an inheritance the gifts that he had, the strength that he had, and each and every one of us must undertake a journey in life. Each and every one of us is able to accomplish great and wonderful things. Each and every one of us has the strength, the power. We have to have the wisdom. We have to have the courage. But within ourselves, we have that strength. We have that know-how. Each and every one of us can do great things in the process of changing the world, the great adventure that began with Abraham. Hashem says, Lech Lecha. And it's also something that benefits us personally, within ourselves, we begin to understand ourselves, we begin to know ourselves, and we mustn't be frightened as we see the Parsha, challenge after challenge that Abraham has, wars, world wars, personal situations, family feud, all sorts of difficulties, and yet he marches Forward continues to march forward with a tremendous sense of goodness and kindness and joy and purpose that lasts throughout the ages. This is something that we have to understand, not to be afraid of challenges in life. Each and every challenge is actually a gift from God. Each and every single difficulty that we encounter and we handle it correctly is something special and unique which is catered to our own Personal character in the fullest sense of the word. Because with divine providence, God looks after each and every one of us, not in some sort of collective hidden way, but with each and every one of us looking at the particular dimensions of our lives. After all, God brought us into being. He looks after us, and he knows full well what we can do, and how we can achieve the incredible potential that we possess, the ability of bringing out those incredible strengths that are hidden within us. These are the challenges of life, and this is why the Parsha that speaks about God telling Abraham, I am going to bless you, I am going to make you into a great and powerful nation, you will leave your homeland, you will leave the country of your birth, you will leave the place of your father's home metaphorically speaking of course he says to them and i will make you great and yet parsha after parsha within this parsha we read about incredible challenges that abraham and sarah have to face in recognizing what they must do in order to change the world but ultimately it's a personal experience something that we ourselves have to know we have to have the courage and the ability of reaching out to our fellow and directing our fellow to a more spiritual way of life. We're ashamed to do that most of the time. We sit back, we look around, we'd like the world to be a better place. We'd like the world to be a holier place, a world that recognizes the presence of God. What? Do we actually do in order to accomplish something like that? What's wrong with a woman coming up to a young girl, to a fellow woman and saying, why don't you kindle Shabbos, light Shabbos, candles, every Arab Shabbos? It's so easy. And what a wonderful mitzvah. It brings light into the home. It brings joy into the home. You have to reach out, a neighbor, a friend, even a family member. And we often think to ourselves, oh, how can I possibly interfere with somebody else's life? How can I possibly? Nobody's asking you to interfere. Nobody's asking you to impose. Reach out. Talk to them about the beauty and the joy that it brings to your own life and say, it will bring that to your life as well. Reaching out to somebody else and saying, have you put on film today? Let me help you put on film. And talk to that individual about what film is all about. To do it in a kind and gentle and giving way, as was the personality of Abraham. To do it in a way that shows care, that shows concern, that shows a tremendous sense of love. Whatever mitzvah it is, you reach out. And the opportunity, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this coming Shabbos, the Shabbos project, To reach out to people around you. Take their hands and say, let's walk together through the streets of Johannesburg and observe the Shabbos as we go to shul. Talk to them about it. They will enjoy it. And they will be thankful that you had the ability to talk to them honestly about their Jewish identity. It's not only the frumies who do this. This is something which is a gift to each and every single Jew. And if we are aware of it, we have an obligation as children of Abraham and Sarah to reach out to others and to bring them this incredible gift. This is the Parsha of Lech Lecha. This is the Parsha of moving forward. This is the Parsha of not only continuing the journey, but starting out on a new adventure, a new journey, a tremendous shift to greater enlightenment, to greater purpose. May each and every one of us find the strength and the courage to do just that. And when you're in shul tomorrow, listen to that particular message. Listen to the words that talk to you, how Abraham is communicating his gift to you, not only as a people, but as an individual. Good Shabbos.